I guess starting off better late than never right now, okay? Yeah. Who's going to uh, lead us in? I'll do it. Fuck it. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the... Walk walk I fucked that up already. You did. I thought about it too hard. I thought about Strike. it too hard. L leave it in. Leave it in. Strike one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Overweight Nights Roundtable. We've been gone forever. Technical issues have been fixed, though. We're back on track to be doing stuff. Uh, with me today, of course, is uh, Rollo Tony Browntown. What up, what up? <laughs> I, gotta, I, I, I was going to use that. Uh, Mort, Mort Salius. Hi. Hello. Fought Rodriguez. Yeah. And Zeke Danger. Hi everyone. We're gonna we miss you. <laughs> we have missed you. Uh, we're playing a bit of catch up. We're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff, but more recent news. We're gonna talk about the Nintendo Switch. Instant, quick, yes or no, Tony? No. Mort. No. Fought. Mm, no. Zeke. Yes, but not immediately because Nintendo is bad. At releasing consoles nintendo's bad at everything now bro it's gonna have to be a no for me as well i thought we'd have a couple of yeses but i guess not we're just gonna fucking rail on this I'm thing let's rail on this thing okay first let's of all be real. you're no. not gonna be able to get one no no that's not the, that's not a problem i don't give a fuck about limited releases and them fucking up like they did with the amiibos that i don't care the 300 price point is a joke because the kind of and here's here's why here's my reasoning the three hundred dollars price point of the joke, everyone's like oh my god it's three hundred dollars and you can play your Nintendo you can play all your Mario games like Zelda no no three hundred dollars and then like each con extra controller is like eighty dollars more than the competitors so you have to pay already a shit ton of money just to get two controllers and that's not even if you want a game so if you want also a game it's gonna be another like sixty dollars. So right away, it's a $500 console just to play with a friend. I don't have any friends. Most people playing Nintendo games don't. Yes, Plus but it just looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, usually people who have Nintendo consoles are usually the people who share their console with other people. It's usually a family-oriented thing. That's what you get for your kids. Right, which means you need someone to also be playing with another controller. So it's a $500 yeah. console right away. For graphics that are worse than current specs. <laughs> Turn that I mean, shit the, off, Zeke. The graphics look like yeah, they well, did. <laughs> they would have been relevant, you know, five or six years ago. Like I know, I know, Nintendo doesn't focus on graphics. I get that one hundred percent. Whatever, but it's still not as powerful of a machine. Oh no, it's a piece of shit for the for the price they're asking for it. And like they also want, they've also jumped ship to the um, paid online servers. But if the Wii the, and the Wii U and the way they've done the DS friend code shit, if that's any indication of how they want to do online, who the fuck wants to pay for that hassle? Like it's fine when it's free. Like okay, everyone has to have a friend code for like every fucking different game, blah blah blah, and you have to keep. It's a big kind of like mess. But at least when you pay for Xbox Live. Or even you know the PSN, the, it's it's very well structured in terms of yeah. your friends. I don't know. It's very user friendly. All you need is their name. 
and that's it. It's so easy. On top of that, I, I, I remember, if I remember correctly, Nintendo games online also tend to have uh, like lag issues, and it's free, oh. so it's like it's not even bad, but they're gonna have to fix a lot of it. I mean, yeah. I don't even. I love Smash Brothers. I don't play it online just because the input lag is just too bad. It was almost unplayable. Almost. I mean, for a fighting yeah, game, like, it's definitely super important to have as low latency yeah, as possible. Possible. Frame data counts. Like I don't know. Nothing. Nothing about what they sh- have shown so far has me interested, and it. Yes, to be completely upfront, I have not bought a Wii or a Wii U for the exact same reasons. <laughs> uh, the la- I think the last Nintendo console I've ever had was the GameCube, and I I think I would still rather play my GameCube than I was uh, a sick war. Yeah, you didn't hear the GameCube? That sucks. GameCube was awesome. GameCube was a piece of shit. Oh, dude. Oh, shit. Excuse me, dude? Oh, shots fired. Dude. You want to fight? Yeah, I'll fight you, dude. I'll fight so you on that. Because, <laughs> like... Melee, man. Melee. Not even Melee. There were some legitimately amazing games on the GameCube. Luigi's Time Mansion splitters. was amazing. Time Splitters, Luigi's Mansion. F-Zero. Tales of Symphonia. Oh, I forgot about that game. I even liked Operation Desert Storm on the GameCube, the way that it played on that. So, I mean... Uh, I know, that was, I not, remember, that was not as, you know... Not. I remember a game called Freedom Fighters, which was which had the that. most ridiculous shotgun ever. <laughs> it was amazing! <laughs> no, but back to, back to the Switch. I was kind of impressed with the aesthetics of the new Mario game. You mean fucking Sonic 06? Yes. <laughs> See, I was hoping someone else would bring it up so I could make that joke. It, dude, uh, dude, it looks exactly like it. It does. Yeah, it, it seems a little weird, but I'm actually a little like intrigued, but not enough to like say, oh, I want a, I want a new Nintendo console just yeah, for that. It's not enough to make me get a Switch. Do you see how small the controller is, though? Like, I don't know. It, it feels like... It doesn't look comfy. Yeah, like, I'm, I, if I hold my Xbox One controller... I, my- I, already, I, already have a, I already have a hard time holding my, my 3DS, and that's the XL version. Yeah, right yeah th- when I see that, I, it looks to be about an inch smaller... Uh, in the handle than the Xbox One. The Xbox One controller is is pretty good, ergonomically speaking. So uh, I'm thinking removing an inch on that just makes it feel like really... Like if I just choke down on the controller about, about an inch, I feel like this is a tiny little toy now. I don't know if anyone else seen, has taken a look at that. Like If you look at people holding it, it just looks small. No, it looks crammed. Like I, yeah, I, I feel like it's gonna be hard for me to get a grip on it. Yeah, I got big it hands. Look ergonomic at all either. Like it looks like Nintendo, where they just kind of make everything, you know, I don't know, symmetrical. That's yeah, not necessarily well, the best choice. That's that's not the right choice because going back to the GameCube, look at the GameCube controller. That thing was a mess. 
Bond, but That's it was functional. It felt good. Yeah. But, but it was it functional. It felt good to hold. It, it looked shitty. Like, I, I hate the aesthetic of the GameCube controller. But when you have oh, it in your hands and you know exactly, like, where all the, all the buttons are, it just it just it feels, feels good. Yeah. That's exactly it. It feels nice. It's comfortable to hold. You know exactly what's where. Everything's just laid out in front of you. Now take that and shrink it down a little more. Does that sound comfy? Like it just—it just doesn't seem like, because it doesn't even look like the size of an iPad. It just looks like a th- like thicker. Yeah. I, I don't know. I need. I want to get my hands on it, but like I I play games on my iPad. Like yeah, but um. I didn't. I, I don't sit there and think, man. You know, it'd be good, a controller, about three quarters of the size of this thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you also have the inverse problem with the Wii U. The gamepad is just too big. Yeah. And no. Jaros no. I like. I, I like. I like the. I like that. I don't mind the the Wii U gamepad as much. Like I've played it uh, at a friend's quite a bit. It's actually pretty good but um you can still i don't know like it just doesn't it doesn't feel right like it, it feels like it's, a, it's such a small upgrade for what the wii u did with the gamepad like, they didn't do anything with the gamepad no i'm no, that's what i'm saying i'm talking about like having it there like this mm-hmm. this the nintendo switch how is it different like what makes you it different hold a screen in your hand to do shit you didn't have to then either if you sprung the money for a pro controller. Yeah, if you want to spend $80 on a probably way better controller, you have to fork up $80. And I mean, I that's, know, how many more would you need to have your friends be able to play with the same comfortable controller as you? I, I mean, that's the problem with this Nintendo Switch right now as well. It's not, it's not coming with a full complement of four controllers, and they also have their pro controller version. And that's because like each each one of the sides, like the, a left controller and a right controller, are like what fifty bucks each. Jesus, it's fifty bucks per side, eighty bucks if you want both. Which uh, is no wonder Nintendo's stock fell after their conference. <clears throat> I mean, they're just losing their shit. I, I feel like they had their DS, and they've they've banked on that for so long. They're like. How can we apply that to our console? And it's like, no, that's not how you do it. You need to have two separate teams thinking about two different things. Like it just feels very I don't know, like you're you're not thinking enough in the future, I guess. Because this this feels very much stuck in the how do we turn a DS into a home console? Feels like they've been doing that for years though. Right, I know, but I'm just saying, like, it, it, like, they, did, they tried that with the Wii U, and that's why it was kind of weird. It was kind of like, we have the DS, and you have the DSi, the DS whatever, the 3DS. We, we, you have your, your market. You have your niche there. It's perfect. What are you doing with your consoles since GameCube? Uh, I have no idea. Well, waggle. That's waggle shit. All right, and that was fun. I had fun playing it uh, at friends' houses, but then we just always swapped to, you know, a proper console. <laughs> And then, I like how you put that a proper console. Okay, I've played uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band on a Wii in a Wii U or whatever, whichever one it came on. It came on Wii, I think. I've played it on Wii, and the graphics, like it looked shitty, just felt laggy and slow when you have that much information just flying through the screen. And I've never had that problem with a 360, PS3, <laughs> PS4, Xbox One, not once. 
Like it just, it just, the underpowered part of it just bothers me. And the fact that it's just, you know, a beefed up Windows 8 tablet that can play Nintendo yeah. games. Yeah. The, the greatest flop on the Wii history, if you don't want me veering off topic here, was, ah, uh, not can't think of the name of the game. Zombies in a mall. Zombies ate them all? No, you're a zombie. Zombies, you're in a mall. Zombies, we you? Zombies, we you? No, no, that one was actually really fun. Intense. Or, or was it... um. Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Oh. Because it couldn't render that many characters, like a lot of character models at once. So on average, you'd have maybe like 20 zombies in an area at one time. In a game about a zombie horde, that's fucking stupid. (sighs) But the real question is, Sam, you're going to PAX South, right? Yeah, I will be. There is actually going to be a Switch demo at PAX South. Yeah, I'm gonna. Just, the line's gonna be fucking ridiculously long. Like, to 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 play some of the virtual reality stuff uh, that I played the PAX South 2015, I waited in line. I think an hour and forty five. Jesus. Yeah, I mean it's it's a as as big of a convention as PAX is. Like PAX South is still new. This is gonna be its third year. Um, but even so. There's a lot of people who go, cause just for the name yeah. PAX and the fact that the the Switch this is its first public showing after this conference. Everyone's gonna want to be on it. It's gonna be fucking ridiculous, dude. Like I don't know so if are I. Are you gonna wait in line to try? I might. I might. It just depends on the line, dude. It depends on the line. <laughs> There's a lot to do at PAX. A lot. That's true. You don't want to waste all your time in a line for an item you don't really care about. Although that'd be a great video of just me just like sitting in line, just like talking to people. I'll talk. I'll just interview the people around me. Like, so. (laughs) Hi, we were with the Overweight Knights waiting in line to try this. Uh, We're not very famous. That's why we're in line. Some dumb joke like that. Excuse me, what are you wearing? Uh, (laughs) Pac-Man. What are you talking about? What happened? I was smoking. You fucking asshole. Wow. <laughs> oh, I just I, I don't care for the Nintendo like at all. Right, it's understandable. This fucking it's it's such like okay, have you seen have you seen that picture of that guy holding one of the controllers sideways? Yes. No. Oh my god. It is like who the fuck who the fuck is gonna play it like this? Who the, the brokest of your friends. Like you got can't afford anything else. It's literally you're gonna pay fifty dollars for half of a controller. And play what it. The fuck is that? It's half the controller, dude. Uh, I think that's more for whenever you take it on the go. No. But like, why? Do they live somewhere where they don't have backpacks? Yes. <laughs> you a dark, and terrible life. place. Like for real though, like they're they're tiny as it is. Like, how can you not afford like the extra pocket space to take both? Are you just stealing it part by part? Like, what the fuck is happening? You're shoplifting one piece at a time. (laughs) Because you can't afford the $600 for the damn console in a game. Yeah, you gotta do it bit by bit. It makes sense to me. But, I mean, that's that's the the whole thing, is that, like, people are lauding the $300 price point, but I'm just like, no. Pay attention. It's gonna be more expensive. Meanwhile, 
right now you can get an Xbox One because they came out with Xbox One S or whatever the fuck that the code name for the new one is. For like two hundred and fifty bucks, you get the you can get the console, a game, a controller. Like you can hit the ground running for fifty dollars cheaper than the starting price point of the Switch. Current generation, better graphics, all the current games. But with no, a, with no an online, a proven online service that works. Yeah, with yeah. a proven online service, it's not brand new. It's not whatever. Like it's not experimental, but you gotta pay for it. Hmm. The only thing, the only thing that would make me change my mind about the Switch is this: it's a suggestion that I've heard and I've talked about um, before. It's it's when it's when they came out with their Wii Shop. Um, years ago, <laughs> they came, no, they came out with the, their classics and stuff. Yeah, here's here's how you get me to buy your console and pay for that subscri- uh, the their online subscription. You turn your games into a Netflix type service for your classic games. You pay X amount a month, like what, fifteen, twenty bucks a month. You have all access to. Uh, they're full of like a very large complement of classic video games that you can play, plus regular online service. So I mean, like you can play with all whatever current games that come out for the Switch, but you can play, sit there, play Goldeneye or whatever, just like load it up with, through the service and play Goldeneye or play um, Donkey Kong Country, like any like, like something like that. If they were to have that service, I'm sold. I don't give a fuck about anything else. I'm sold. I would be on board with that if those games also support an online feature. Eh, I think the 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 net frame would be or the net the coding would be a bit a bit iffy, a bit hard to yeah. work with unless it was already implemented as part of it, like some Wii games, maybe a few GameCube games at it. Yeah, I think Fantasy Star was the only GameCube game that really had it. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. They had that keyboard. <laughs> oh, God. That I actually know someone controller. who imported that keyboard from Japan so he could get it six months early. Wait, Nick, you talking about the controller with the keyboard in it? Yes. This is like a normal, like, WaveBird-looking game controller with a keyboard. With a full keyboard. Between the two halves. Yes. Beautiful. It's It was awful. And he got it for that terrible Enter the Matrix game that came out on GameCube. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's Sam, horrible. Sam wrote, Tony, you know this guy. Who? You used to be a drummer. Well, I wasn't going to mention any names. <laughs> we, we can bleep it. <laughs> But yeah, him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course he would fucking do that, though. Jesus. That's yeah, awful. sounds like him. Anyway, uh. I think all of us are in a pretty good consensus about it being, like, you know, just a, a, a hard no. But, dude. Uh, on top of that, like, there's just, like, no... Other than maybe Zelda, there aren't any games that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, most of the stuff that's coming out for it's already come out. Years ago. Yeah, like Skyrim. I don't like Skyrim at all, so. That's a discussion for something else. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I just heard Nick going, what? <laughs> Excuse like, are we me? Just gonna let that happen? No, no, no. See, here's the thing. Fucking not like Skyrim. I don't play Skyrim. I can appreciate Skyrim, though. But I'm not going to. I can appreciate what they can do with it on a PC <laughs> with mods and, you know, additional quests and this and that. Like, I, I, I respect that. I cannot respect it going to be put on a fucking underpowered console years after the fact. And them go, look, guys, we got Skyrim. Like, no, motherfucker. No. Not when everyone else has already bought it, bought it again with the Ultimate Edition, and then, like, modded the fuck out of it. No, no, no. Like, I know a lot of people who bought it again when it was re-released. At full price. At full price. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't believe in giving Bethesda my money. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? They're known for releasing bug-free games. Shut up, dude. Don't lie. <laughs> no one finds that funny. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so Rogue One. Okay, so then that's concerning. I never got to see it. Rogue One. No, both Fa and Zeke have not seen it. I'm all down for spoilers. Okay. You are getting spoiled. You guys are going to get spoiled as fuck. God, yeah, so I, I figured. I should have I should have went to go watch it a while back, but. I, I just, I've been busy with work. Me and you too. Me and you fought. Okay, so in a nutshell. Alderaan dies at the end. Yeah, yeah, yes or no, Nick? Yes or no? On Very yes. shot first. Nick? Yes. Yes. Tony? Very, very yes. Yeah, there was some parts of it though where I was like, eh. But for the majority, for the main thing, yeah. Yeah, it was good. I, I'm also a yes. Uh, very much loved that movie. But I will also uh, agree that there are some things wrong. Like, again, upon initial viewing, I could not have loved it any, you know, less. Were but you marking I, out? Was I what? Were you marking out, you know, being a mark-ass trick? Yes, I was trick-ass marking. Um, <laughs> I was definitely geeking out over it. Like, I, I was all the little details, all the minutiae. And then, of course, I let it sink in. I let it sink in. I processed everything. Let all the wave of good feelings, like, normalize. And I'm like, okay, can I look at this, like, a little critically? And it still holds up. It still holds up. But there are some things where I'm kind of like, yeah, why did they do that? <laughs> so, Nick, thoughts on uh, Rogue One? Um, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, that's not a surprise. I tend to enjoy the movies we talk about, but, um, you know, I, it felt like the kind of Star Wars movie I was hoping they'd eventually make when I heard that they were starting to make more Star Wars movies. Like I, I talked with, uh, you know, Jacob, a friend of ours about this, um, that I feel like, you know, the force awakens was kind of bland and generic. It was kind of just following the same patterns that we're used to. And I felt like they did that in order to try and be a little bit more risky with a follow-up. And I think Rogue One was an attempt to do something a little bit different in a Star Wars movie scenario. And I think it worked. And I'm hopeful that it continues. Different is definitely a decent uh, descriptor for that. Is They definitely were trying to change tone. They are trying to change pace. Yeah. And I liked the movie, but it's Would definitely it roguish. <laughs> no, it actually wasn't. It was actually kind of um, it was kind of bleak. 
on a lot yeah. of things. It was very bleak. <clears throat> there, there is not a lot of hope in that movie. It's not a lot of not a lot, not a lot of good times there. Even a movie where the trailers were talking about having hope, there wasn't a whole lot of it. That's kind of the thing. Like you go in knowing that there isn't any hope, and the movie doesn't try and sugarcoat that. It's like no, for real. Like <laughs> you guys know what's coming. Just be ready. Like we're we're heading there. It's telling you the whole time. <laughs> Many Bothans have died. Yeah, if you've yeah, seen like, a lot of a lot of uh, criticism I've heard towards it is definitely uh, well w- without context. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Without context, this movie is very confusing. But we do live in a um, context-filled world, and you know that you know that this takes place right before episode four. So if you've seen four, five, and six, you know exactly where things are even going. Like you know what's gonna happen. So it's not a. It shouldn't be a big fucking mystery. Uh, so this this is a self-contained story, because Nick, you brought up a point about Seven being kind of bland. I think with what J.J. Abrams and, and that team were trying to do was please a lot of people, especially after the prequels failed a lot of people's expectations. Right. Episode Seven definitely had to play. Play with some risks, but definitely stay safe. But also, it couldn't answer anything. And that's the real crux of it, is that you know going in that it is not going to be a singular movie. When Star Wars came out in 77, it was self-contained enough, but in a a smaller story in a much larger universe. With this one, you know it needs more. The original one, episode four, can be self-contained because they didn't know if they were going to get another one. It was just George Lucas making a film and blah, blah, blah. So I think that um, they then had to leave a lot of stuff kind of out because you have to see where it goes in in eight and nine, see where these threads go. So if you left seven unsatisfied, I think that's kind of part of it because they're really releasing a third of a movie. If you really think about it that way, they're releasing a third of a movie because it, it's definitely not a, as self-contained as it could be. So but that's why when I look at Rogue One, you know where it's going. You know the conclusions. You know all that shit. So you can tell this nice, tight, contained story and leave satisfied going, so that's where that like led up to. Got it. But Tony, you said you had some things that were eh. What were the things that you felt that were kind of? I don't know. I mean, what was her name? The main character, like the actual actress name. I don't recall. Oh, Felicity uh, Jones. Felicity Felicity Jones, Jones. dude. Yeah. I mean, she was she was a good actress. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, there was just sometimes when she was going through the motions, like her, I guess emotions were kind of unbelievable. You know what I mean? We were very aware you were watching a movie. Yeah. But, well, I mean, she was still was good. Who was fantastic? Who was fantastic? Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, uh, yes. She was Rosa. outclassed. Yeah, because he was one of the, the best acted characters in Star Wars so far, in my opinion. 
I, I and yeah, the problem is he yeah. wasn't even in it that much. Yeah. Like he could have been in it more, but it, like, the presence <laughs> that he had was really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's Especially true. when compared to a uh, critic, right? I, I I I mean it was a bit over the top for Krennic. Krennic, I guess it's Krennic. But like I I thought it it was a, a good foil. Like Krennic was meant to be a little over the top. Like he he was almost cartoony because he got too too big for his britches, so to speak. Like yeah. he, he really thought he was a, a you know you know a, a player. He thought he was playing the game, and he was outclassed by everybody around him. Vader put the fear of God into his ass. For real, though. Okay, and let's talk about that. There's a that pun. Oh my God, what a brilliant pun! Uh, Fought and Zeke, you guys nah. don't didn't get to experience this, but like you, you, you need to. Hopefully, it doesn't ruin the moment. But there's a moment where Vader actually lets off a, like a dad joke pun. <laughs> like so, Shut so, up. so Krennic, so Krennic is talking. Like he goes to Vader's lava planet, which I don't know why he's on a, a lava planet. Wouldn't that be like, you know, traumatic to be? <laughs> because they said they wanted to put him on one. Like that was their whole reasoning. Was like, wouldn't it be badass? Like, what if we just threw Mordor in here for a minute? Like, I guess they want to change the scenery, cool. but like, why? Fucking why? Aesthetics, Because Vader has like a, an air for the theatrics, like. He likes toying with people. He likes playing with people. He likes making puns. Like, why not have a fucking lava fortress? Yeah, but like after he got burned badly, like, that's why he's fucked up. And that's why he's still in a back to tank all the time. Like, that's why I'm like, I don't get it. Maybe yeah, but what, what's more that. fucked up than that? Like, imagine that story getting passed around the Imperial ranks. I do got burned the fuck up and then put his house on a lava planet. I mean, if yeah, that's the reminder. That's what he did. That motherfucker's like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to kind of I mean, keep, keep him his, in the traumatic moment. He could have just put his house in a giant cave filled with spiders. It would have been had the same effect. It, it just, it, I just found it a little silly. But no, so Krennic is there talking to him at his lava fortress home, and he's all like, "So, so the Death Star is my idea, and uh, and you, 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 do you like it? Do you like it? Because like, I, I'll take care of everything. Don't worry." And he force chokes him. And then turns around and goes, "Don't choke on your ambitions." Okay. <laughs> I liked okay. it. I thought it was I good. To be died. fair, I don't know if this changes opinions or anything, but there is a companion novel. Is there? There is, and it just so happens that it actually kind of is Krennic's idea to bring in Galen Orso to do the whole Kyber Crystal. Let's make the whole Death Star laser thing. So he's not entirely wrong. Don't know if that changes opinions. Just throwing that out there. I do need to that. Bad joke. I I don't know. I kind of like bad jokes here and there. I thought it was fucking hilarious. It was the best. It was very. I only like puns when I make them. (laughs) (laughs) It was just so good. But no, uh, I I thought Krennic was fine. Uh, It was. It's just weird seeing uh, Matt in both a Marvel movie and a Star Wars movie like in the same year. Both getting killed off. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, dude. It's yeah, a shame. You enter these gigantic movie franchise worlds and die in both of them instantly. <laughs> like shit. <laughs> but K two uh, S O. HK forty seven kind of ripoff. 
Yeah, kind of, but I mean... That's probably where they got is the that a problem? I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm just saying, do you think that's where they got that idea? Uh, like, I'm sure it influenced it, at least in some capacity. Because yeah. I think, I think uh, Alan Tudyk did a fantastic job. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. He, did. he was spot on. I don't know. Alan Tudyk is, you know, a legend. <laughs> that guy's voice acting work alone is fucking great. I wasn't too impressed with Forrest Whitaker. Okay. That's so good at uh That whole seg- segment confused the hell out of me. I-, I think it's supposed to unless you've watched Rebels. Um, I'm not caught up, so I don't really know a whole lot about him, but I know he's on the show. And I know it, it delves into him a lot. I know there were some other references to the show throughout the movie that a lot of people that are big fans of the show were really excited about. So clearly they're pushing that to a certain extent. Like, honestly, the first time I saw him, the first character from the Star Wars universe that popped in my head was General Grievous. I was like, is this General Grievous or something? Like, before he was the machine? (laughs) (laughs) The machine. (laughs) Because, I mean, he was, like, wheezing and coughing and everything, dude. And I was like, I think this motherfucker's Grievous. You're, uh, you're not so not so like well versed in the timeline, huh? I, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know Star Wars all that well, but I kind of know that's pretty. That's kind of a bad uh, view of the timeline. Just call him stupid. Yeah. Easier. <laughs> the, the guy like 20, 20 years after Grievous is dead, Grievous suddenly pops up as a black guy. <laughs> 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 I mean that'll work, man. I'm it's... not saying I don't buy the theory. I'm just curious where it's going. <laughs> I'm just making sure that's what we're saying. We're... I say we push this because if you can make this work, I'm I'm in. I mean, with enough time, we can figure out a way. I mean, okay, so I I just looked it up right now. Apparently, he shows up. Uh, Saw Guerrero shows up in. He showed up in the 2008 The Clone Wars, Star Wars The Clone Wars show on several episodes and then he voiced by Forrest Whitaker shows up in Star Wars Rebels in a couple episodes there as well so I think so there definitely is more to him but it definitely for me I have not seen like I guess I don't remember the Clone Wars episodes but I don't remember I haven't been watching Rebels it just feels out of place and very he's in he's out like damn like that was useful information. Like more of a cameo than an actual role. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just feels mm, real rushed. Because again, they, there was so much, so many lines in the trailer of his that were definitely not in the movie. And they cut a lot of stuff. Like if the entire trailer is a fucking lie. Yeah. And that that's kind of you know strange to me. Like he's just not at all. Well, wasn't there some kind of reasoning behind it, like uh, to try to get parents to take their kids, so they made tried to make it a little more pleasant in the trailer than it actually is. I, I don't know. The trailer doesn't. They didn't make it more pleasant. Like the the, tra- the 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 trailer itself is still dour. Just that 
a lot of the action set pieces and shit that they're that are in the trailer are definitely not in the movie. Like you don't see Jin uh, running on the beach with the hard drive getting shot at by uh, an AT-AT. You don't see um, the Tie Fighter when she's up on the tower show up. You don't see a lot of Forrest Whitaker lines. You don't see a lot of stuff that's just there. Like, and I feel like they have a lot of footage that was definitely on the cutting room floor for that movie. I mean, overall, it's a great... I, I still like it's a great addition. It feels very real and gritty, except for when they throw in, you know... Like, okay, there's there's a... They, they, it's fucking reference city, clearly. It's Star Wars. And you can't... Especially since it takes place literally like a day, a couple of days before episode four starts... Um, my question is, why the fuck are the people from the Moss Eisley Cantina there on Jeddah? I don't know if you guys noticed that. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I mean, definitely noticed it. I, I didn't really know why past, you know, hey, why not? So probably just like a hey, why not? Like when you say the people from the cantina, do you mean the band? I no, mean, like, I mean the, the dudes he he gets into like a, a kerfuffle with at a oh. at the cantina, and one of them gets his arm cut off, and it's bloody for yeah. some reason, despite the fact like that cauterized. Yeah, no. It, yeah, so yeah. those guys are are on Jetta, and they bump into him, and they're like, "Oh, hey, look, it's those guys." Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's literally it. That's really what it felt like. I mean, yeah. like they bump into him, and it's like, "Oh, hey, we recognize you," despite the fact that. There's no reason for you to be here. And you're not like a person we should know. You're just kind of here. But it like really focuses on them. Like, hey, guys, remember remember these guys? Remember? Remember remember Star Wars? I I think that would have been better if they had brought in Max Rebo. No, fuck you, dude. Yeah, you know, he's the musician. He could be on tour. No. See, that's what I'm saying, though. It doesn't make sense on Jeddah, though. Yeah, like or they got blowed the fuck up. Not just the fact they got blowed the fuck up it means that they had to have been going to leave right then and there, and they were leaving amidst occupation. Mm, and okay, that, I see. And that seems like difficult in itself. And then fucked off straight to Tatooine. Yeah, and then fucked off straight to Tatooine, like immediately. I mean, bad luck for those dudes. And they avoid Jedi exploding, trying to get a drink. Decided to act all big and bad as they just, you know, avoided the Death Star. Get their arm cut off. Mm, wanted in 12 systems. Good for you. <laughs> like, I'll yeah. be careful. I'll be You'll careful. be dead. You'll be dead. See, that's just fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> it's, it's silly in the original movie, but it's a nice little, like, one-off because assholes in the bar. Don't need to throw him into the movie that was made fucking 40 years later. Yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking point. And then they have the, I mean, okay, CGI Grand Moff Tarkin. I heard it made people uncomfortable. I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't have a I, problem. Uh, I heard a lot of criticism about it. Uh, I've never seen it, so I can't. Tony, what'd you think? Say anything else about it. Oh, about what? What's up? CGI Grand Moff Tarkin. Uh. Good talk. Good talk. Good, good input. <laughs> um, oh, I'm sorry. I was reading something. Just... 
what they could have done, what they could have done, and it probably would have should have done, is made him a hologram. I mean, they did it with Tupac, right? No, I mean in the sense that it's a hologram in the universe being portrayed. Therefore, it could look kind of shitty and be fuzzy and not perfect. But the fact that no, you know, I like the Tupac idea. You know, they did hire actors. They hired actors who looked very, very similar to um him. I forgot his name. I forgot his real name. <laughs> That's not good. Um, <laughs> Peter close. Cushing. Peter Cushing. Um, they got hired a guy that looks exactly like him, and the guy and that guy also does his voice. So I mean, like it's not like they dubbed over the actor's voice who they who got to look exactly like him. So I thought that was pretty, and it was pretty close. Like I'm not gonna lie, I felt like that was Peter Cushing. Like it was. Yeah, really- I really didn't have any issue with it. Like some people do because like they, they released a statement saying uh, they're not going to CGI Princess Leia or General Leia, General Organa. And they're like, oh, but you could do it to Peter Cushing? I'm like, well. Kind of a, not a major character. I was like, it's kind of not the same thing. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, Peter Cushing died years ago. Like, she just died. Like, I don't know. Too soon is really a thing. It's a real thing. Yeah. I mean, they did it in Game of Death, though. All I'm saying. <sighs> yeah, they did. Poorly, I might add. Uh, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. But yeah, I mean, overall, like, there's, it's it's hard to spoil a movie that um has a sequel that came out in 1977. Like, it's really hard. Like, there, all this is the backstory to them getting the plans to the Death Star. That's really it. Like, how do they get those plans? All we hear in the original movies, a lot of Bothans died to get these plans. Yeah, I mean, it, it's basically an entire movie based off of one sentence in the original script. Uh-huh. And that's part of the reason why I think to a, to a number of people, it did kind of fall flat in, in some ways. Like, a lot of those criticisms, I feel are fair. It's fair. It's a fair criticism. Like, it is definitely not a... Um, Ooh, that bird. Was that bird or angry, angry dogs? It was both. Both. During that kennel, and they're very upset about it. Yeah, oh. it happens. You're letting me know, like, hey, we're we're still here. You should Don't let them out. Ah, they'll be fine. <laughs> no, they're fine. They're kind of dicks sometimes. Yeah, they're dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I especially like the part where you tell me you can't actually say food. That's oh yeah. Yeah, because they'll uh, they'll flip their shit. But yeah, I think that um, I think it's a it's a good movie. I think you guys should watch it and check it out. But overall, I want more stories like that. I'm not really as excited about the young Han Solo movie, other than the fact that Donald Glover is <coughs> gonna play young Lando. Um, well, yeah, I'm I'm cool okay, with that. Okay. I can get so, behind that. But I don't want to see just rehashes of the same stuff. I would like to see new unique stuff, or you know, new versions of other media's properties. If they want to do a Knights of the Old Republic movie, go for it. Oh, that'd Whatever. be amazing. That'd be all that of that shit. I'd be really fine with that. 
Is the Old Republic still not considered canon? Uh, no. If it's not, um, it's not one of the actual movies, or Clone Wars, The Clone Wars, Rebels, or the books that have come out since they since Disney bought the licenses. That's all that's canon. So it's something that's not canon, but people just like to go back to it. <clears throat> well, no, it's it not used to be really not canon. It's just not confirmed to be canon. Oh. Yeah. The, the movies are always considered primary canon and everything else after that is considered okay, but not necessarily true until it's confirmed in a movie or one of those particular properties. So the big hot topic I've been seeing with Star Wars is the relationship between um, Baze and the other dude. What's his name? I'm sorry, what now? Uh, the relationship between the two Asian characters. Donnie Yen? Donnie Yen and the big Asian guy with the gun? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, what, do you, what about him? Yeah. No, everybody's been uh, posting about their relationship. If Rogue One put uh, gay actors in there or gay characters or oh. like what would their relationship be? You know what I mean? Right. Or right. what is their relationship? Hmm. I feel like that might be reading into it too much. That that's what I thought. I was like, uh, I mean, they've pretty much been through <clears throat> hell together. They could be like brothers. I mean, if my brother, if I was fighting next to my brother or you know someone I was super close with, and they died, I mean, I would definitely take them in my arms and be fucking sad as shit. You know, that doesn't mean I'm gonna go fuck Sammy in the butt later. <laughs> I felt like there was definitely just a, like a, it's a real bromance. Like that's all I really got out of that was they've been through some shit together. So, yeah, I, mean, I didn't read sexual tension in that at all. So yeah, I feel like that's just looking for something. Yeah, if you're seeing that, searching, dude, that's that's stretching real hard. Yeah, that you just don't have lot. to do. That happens it, a lot. It People does happen a lot. There. I know. I'm just saying. I think that I think that they, they definitely underutilized Donnie Yen. Like he's a brilliant actor, brilliant action oh, star. He is, dude. And I feel that like scene in Ip Man Three where he fought Mike Tyson. Ooh, amazing. Shut, shut up, dude. It Man 3 was not that great. I, no, just man. the scene where he fought Tyson. It Man 3 upset me. Especially since IP I, Man was. It's oh, Ip Man? Ip Man, whatever. IP, it doesn't matter. IP address. It does matter. It's, it's his not about name. It's a name. I'll say whatever the fuck I want to say. If I want to call him goddamn P.I. Man, he'll be fucking P.I. Man. <laughs> he was a real person. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> He trained Bruce Lee. He trained Bruce Lee, man. But yeah, Donnie Yen, fuck, they underutilized him. They had that one badass scene where he beat the shit out of all those stormtroopers. I wanted more of that. Yeah, they could just make a movie about him. I mean, I'd be... Dude, yeah, make, make another movie. But, like, leading up to Rogue One, just of him <laughs> and the big Asian dude. I'll be cool. Like, I would love to watch that. I want to see him struggling... To want to be a Jedi so fucking bad, but not being Force attuned the same way that he's like could be, like he's so weak with the Force, but he's still connected to it, and that's well, his I mean, internal struggle. Some some Jedi's were not Force sensitive, like not well, not like super Force sensitive. Well, that's what I'm saying, because like, he definitely you know is into the Force, but he definitely couldn't really utilize the Force. He was just kind of you know he could sense it. And he did his best, but he definitely was not. Like, Leia is definitely more 
far sensitive than he is because she can feel shit from you know across the goddamn like galaxy. galaxy. Whereas this guy was just kind of like, I can walk across the field, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how was the extent of him like tapping into the forest that he walked through a field, like didn't get shot until the very end. So, Ooh. but I mean, all in all, all in all, it was a pretty well done movie. I was actually, I was quite happy with it. I was, I was, I was happy with it. I, I, I mean, it puts faith into the other standalone movies, like the standalone Boba Fett movie. The standalone Han Solo movie. I still don't want to see a Yoda movie, but you know, only if it's all puppets. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the only way I'll see it. If it's Jim Henson out the ass, that would be amazing. All right, so. All right, so. Time for some fucking head fictions, head cannons. There we go. All right. So, that's done with spoilers. We want to go into shit that we just make up. We, I, I asked everybody here if they, if they wanted, to, if they could come up with uh, several people who they think could be cast if a live action Overwatch movie were to be made. Who would you want as you characters? I did ask you that. I don't remember you asking me that. Well, God you're retarded, shit. dude. So then you're going to critique all of our shit then that we've sat here and put together. I, I said you can make it a joke or you can be serious about your your, cho- your choices. You choose. Um, do we want, how, do, how do we want to do this? We're going to go down the line and take right turns? Right here. Right here. All right. Tony wants to who, go first. Let's see who got who McCree. All right. For McCree, it was kind of a tough choice. I wasn't too sure. I mean, obviously the cowboy thing. Is uh, you know, sometimes hard to figure out, but I think Chris Pratt could play the role very well. Of McCree, I don't know about that. It doesn't, it doesn't seem to have the right personality type for it. No, here, here's the thing. It, it's, it would make sense, but I have seen um that movie. The Magnificent Seven, where you played Josh Faraday, and, and he does well. He, it's okay. Fuck you. It's okay. I mean, who'd you get, bitch? Who'd you get? I think <laughs> I think that uh, Matthew Mercer, the voice actor, actually fits the part. He's one. He's one he of the few. Like he him. looks like him. Like he, they, it's like they modeled it after that fucking guy. Yeah, if they if they can if he can grow some facial hair. Yeah, that's all just, you do. Scruff himself up, you throw some pubes on some glue on him. You know, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I think I'd I, say Tom Cruise. He doesn't look rugged enough. Tom to Cruise, yeah, Tom Cruise is ageless vampire. I don't think that it would work. <laughs> <laughs> no, even Matthew Mercer doesn't look rugged enough to be the actual. Fucking I think he, dude, Chris Pratt looks too pretty. What? <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> Nobody hating on Chris Pat, bro. I don't hate Chris Pat. Just, I, I, I say he's pretty. I, I, <laughs> so I, I, I'm not, I'm not that good with like remembering actors, but I know Chris Pratt. Uh, his face doesn't fit. The crease, it just seems a little off. Yeah, it, it, he doesn't look the part. Even if you dressed him, I don't think he'd look the part. There, he was in a western of some sort. Like, and, like he, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> um, I mean, he he looks like a cowboy, but he doesn't look like, you know, 
McCree. Who did you pick someone for McCree? I, I'm I'm not sure I'm McCree, honestly. I, I have a few that I, I like the choices of, but I don't have one for McCree. Alright, Tony, what what's your what's your next pick that you seem really, you know, proud of? Pharaoh. Okay, Farrah. Farrah, that's a good one. Who who do you who do you feel for Farrah? Rosario Dawson? You know what? You and I picked the same fucking person. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I didn't no even think about perfect. that, but I don't hate it. Rosario Dawson's exactly who I picked, dude. That's a good answer. <laughs> like I can send you my list. Like that's who I fucking picked, dude. Dude, I was like, she is fucking perfect. I was thinking after she as she played Night Nurse, I was like, you know, she could fucking pull off, you know, badass in a proper way. Yeah, she could. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. exactly why. Because I, I was gonna say I was gonna throw mine out there and be all like, "Boom, Rosario Dawson, bitch." But <laughs> all right, who else got what? Who else got a fair? Well, you pick a fair? I don't. I don't know who <clears throat> Dawson is. She's uh, Clerks Two. She plays the manager of the restaurant. Uh, she she's also the nurse in the Marvel uh, Netflix shows. The reoccurring nurse. Wasn't she in that movie with Billy Bob Thornton? Yeah, I, I can, I can see yes. her. It's Google like, is a thing. Just Google her. God damn it. That's what I'm doing. No, I was talking to Zeke. But I, I hate myself, so I'm using Bing. <laughs> oh, Bing. Uh, uh, Gross. I hate you. Um, <laughs> Nick, did you have a, a choice for fair? Do you have any? Uh, not for Farrah, no. But I like Rosario Dawson. That's a good choice. That's a good pick. Okay. Uh, Tony, what else we got? Sombra. Sombra was kind of a... Ooh, Sombra. Okay. She's was kind of a tough choice. I mean, there's tons of Hispanic actresses um, within that age frame that, uh, that could play that part. Um, but surprisingly... I kind of put my eggs into the Selena Gomez basket. Whoa. Huh. huh. I think given the uh, chance, she could play a good Sombra. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Huh. That's an that's a interesting, interesting pick. I'll give you that. It's a, yeah. It's something that I would not have guessed because you're going young. Like I, I respect that. I understand that for Sombra. You want to go young. Uh, she's a hacker, so you know I'm gonna be there with the kids. I guess. Yeah. She's and whatever she, kids do. She's still she's still hip and in. But I don't know. Better I, than what I was thinking. What were you thinking for Sombra? <laughs> Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez, really? Yep. Wow. Wow. What? That's. Like a young uh, Rosie okay. Perez. What the fuck like, is uh, wrong with you, bro? I don't know. Young I don't... Rosie Perez from like White Men Can't Jump. From like the, this like... is a, a live action movie now, not fucking forty years. We don't, now. We don't have time machines yet. <laughs> See, I I was going to go a little bit older as well, but not Rosie Perez older. <laughs> <laughs> See, my my choice my choice was um. Salma Hayek. 
as Sombra. Now? Yeah, now. Sombra Hayek is Sombra. Maybe Anna. Eh, she has too thick of an accent to play Anna, dude. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would work as Anna does have an accent as well. But I, I, I don't know. I think that uh, I think it could work. I, I honestly, I, I, it was hard for me to pick because I could, I, I didn't go Selena Gomez, but I was like, eh, Salma Hayek. I mean, I think, I mean, or, or she could be Anna. I mean, I guess that's also a, a decent pick there. I mean, look at Selena Gomez, bro. She'd be perfect for that fucking role. Yes. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So would Salma Hayek. She's still yeah, as good for her if, age. Yeah, but it's not. <clears throat> is that a current picture? Yes. Um, let me see real quick. Just asking. Uh, 2015. June. June 2015. Two years. She's too old, years. though. I mean, she's way too old. That's like getting someone who's 18 to play Mercy when Mercy's supposed to be in, what, her 30s? Her late 30s? Yeah, but Mercy looks like, like she's, she's in 12, her 20s. Dude. She looks 12. Yeah. It's fine. True, but... Okay. And I, in okay. all honesty, I'd rather see uh, like she takes Selma care Hayek of herself. in a movie. I'd rather see Salma Hayek in a movie than Selena Gomez. Because I think that uh, Salma Hayek could act fucking circles around uh, Selena Gomez, and she would actually, you know, take a a kind of a burnt a burnt like hacker kind of like chick. I think it, I think she could do it. I think it's possible. And again, this is just like my head cannon. All right, just something that I I would like to see. Yeah, right. yeah, I, I I can go with that. I, I I think I like Sama Hayek a little better than Selena Gomez. Nick, oh, did, fucking traitors! Nick, did you have any uh, input for Sombra? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, like I I think I would have liked Selena Selena Gomez if she didn't have such a a baby face. I mean, I think but, if you did the makeup right, it, she would look the part pretty well. Thank like, you. I could get behind that casting. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. A, I wouldn't be as opposed to it. But I do think that you put both of those actresses in a room to re, to do those parts. I think that a casting director is going to be like, I'm going to have to go with the <laughs> the one who can act how, better. How old is Sombra? How old is Sombra? Uh, uh, we don't know. How I mean, she's so. probably pretty young, but I mean, yeah, I get the impression on the younger side. Yeah, I mean, she's like forty, bro. Come on, man. She's thirty. Whatever. Sombra is thirty years old. Whatever. I just okay, looked next it up. Book. So, are you you're gonna get a twenty two year old? <laughs> oh, maybe maybe with some makeup it can work. Like. Salma Hayek's 50. All right. Like, she still yeah. looks like she's 30. It's fine. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Just Can I backtrack look. one? Well, yeah, what's up? Uh, so, for Pharaoh, what about Gal Gadot? Wonder Woman? Yeah. I could see that. In the face, pretty close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and she'll probably be wearing her suit most she, of the time. And she has the uh, accent that would work. That's true. She again, it's one of those things where you use that to your advantage. Um, in this particular kind of casting, I think she could definitely make it work. No, I I, I like that as well. That's an interesting. Cho- that's an interesting choice. I still don't know. Yeah, who yeah. Pick, I still don't know to pick for Anna, but Anna's gonna be a hard one. 
it'll probably have to be like a. Ana was tough. Did you pick right, for Ana? But yeah, but but right now we are going to motherfucking Hanzo. Okay, who do you have for Hanzo? I I have a Hanzo. I think yeah, yeah, I do. Well, let me find him. Meet Takeshi. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I'd be so down for that. <laughs> you know I'm all about Takeshi. <laughs> okay. I see you linked the picture. Who's that? Who who that is? Say it. I have no idea how to pronounce that fucking name. Hiroyuki Sonata? I mean that's not oh, really really yeah, that's not, nah. It's pretty phonetic there, dude. I don't know who that is. I didn't want to butcher it. He came out in like The Last Samurai, fucking a few other movies. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wait, so wait, who, Nick, who was your choice? Uh, my choice would be Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe. Ooh. 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 Between those two, those are actually pretty good choices. I don't know if Ken, Ken Watanabe would need to get in shape for this. He had to pull a Chris Pratt for sure. I mean, sure. but it's doable. It's definitely doable. Hang on, let me let me do some uh, some a couple of quick searches. But yeah, Ken Watanabe yeah, yeah. though. Ken Watanabe. Okay, that's an interesting choice. Do you think that he could pull off, you know, Archer Man? I mean, is that a hard thing to do? I, I kind of like it. I'm down. I mean, I think he's got the acting chops for sure. See, but that, that and, and Hanzo, Hanzo is actually on the older side. Yeah. Hanzo is, is 38. Hanzo's 38. Yeah, but he looks like he's in his late 40s. Nipple we can take a Takeshi in this as well. well would, would he be okay with showing his nipple most of the time? That's asking the real questions Maybe. here. Asking the real questions here. <laughs> or also, we don't have to have exact costuming. Well, because uh, cause Ken Watanabe is 57. And Hiroyuki Sonata is um, 56. So they're both going to play younger. So again, we're pulling a Salma Hayek on both of these guys. And casting uh, older for younger. But I think that I like both choices. But I think I'm kind of... Leaning more towards Hiroyuki Sonata. I don't know why. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's like. I think think it's the jawline. And he has the voice too. It's the voice. It really is the voice. Like Ken Watanabe, is more I think dignified, in like his his more professional. He he play more. I feel like if you're gonna typecast him into somewhere, it's gonna be. No, it's gonna be. Um, like Yakuza, he's a businessman. Like the way he played it in um, um, fuck, what movie was that? Not Godzilla. That was not you know. That was Takeshi. <laughs> no, that's not. He was in Godzilla. He was in the 2014 in Godzilla. Yeah, but I'm talking about Inception. The way that he played came out and was in Inception. Oh, like very <laughs> dignified, very. Like we're doing shit in my way. That yeah, Hanzo was could kind of be like that. I mean, Very he, he is the heir to a to a crime empire, right? But I mean, he's still. Hmm. 
when, when I look at when I look at Sonata though, I I kind of get that broken kind of vibe from him. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Both of those are good choices. Though. Both of those, I didn't I didn't have a choice. Those are both good choices. <laughs> so fuck. those are really good. Payton Hollywood. Takeshi all the way. Let's what, go. About, what about a young Hanzo? What about I didn't Takeshi? Pick we didn't pick a young Hanzo, dude. Beat Takeshi plays a young Hanzo. <laughs> Beat Takeshi can play anyone he wants. Okay, so moving on. Who picked a Widowmaker? Um, I, I did. did. I did. Nick, right. you go first. Then. Uh, Marianne Cotillard. Really? I mean, seems a pretty obvious choice. Let me look her up. Huh. Uh, Christopher Nolan's wife, right? Yeah. Yeah. And also acts in all of his movies. But, I mean, she's, French, so... Yeah. Wait, I no, picked... is she his wife? No, she's with someone else. She's not with him. Who'd you pick, Sammy? I... Because again, I was definitely looking for the same way that he was, and she, marrying uh, Cotillard came up as a possible choice because I was looking for a French actress, um, and she she was there as as one of the finalists of my choices. But I chose uh, Eva Green. If you guys know who that is. Uh, yeah, right she's yeah. I actually didn't go the French route on that one. Okay. She she was Vesper Lind, right? Yes, in Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah, I could dig it. Right, I I can see as her femme fatale. Like she's played that kind of yeah. person before. Like it, it makes sense. I, I got yeah. This. I I kind of like it. Evergreen. That's a good choice. Really good choice. But Tony, did you pick somebody? You said you didn't go the French route. Yeah, I actually went uh, with Olga <coughs> Kirilenko. Hmm. Olga. Spell out her last name. K U R Y L E N K O. Another uh, another Bond girl. I guess that kind of makes sense. It seems to be the French Bond girl thing is a... Yeah. I mean, like it you said, works. the femme fatale. The femme fatale, the entire yeah. concept. She does have quite a bit of a... Yeah, you know, all, all three of these choices, I will be I would be completely behind if they yeah. if they made those choices. Not even going to lie. This is shaping up to be an expensive movie. It's a, it's a pretty good movie so far. <laughs> like, as far as, like... Possibly. I mean, we're gonna blow the budget on casting. <laughs> that. I'm fine with that. No, everyone's pay- getting paid scale. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> because if we're gonna be completely honest, like movies someone... are already ridiculous. No, high like Winston, voice actor. I mean, it's just gonna be the same right. voice actor. Uh, Zenyatta, same voice actor. Genji, you could. Genji can go the same voice actor, but I was thinking uh, Donnie Yen, regardless, just because. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he, he can go with anybody, though, because he's going to be masked most of the time. So Yeah. 
Right, but I mean, like, if you're gonna pay someone, you know, to be the ninja, to be the ninja, you, might as well, you can go with the same voice actor. It's fine. Yeah, because he's mostly masked. Uh, Tony, who else did you pick that you seem to be super proud of? Um, I mean, I got a few. I actually have. Let me see. I, I have Tracer, Junkrat. Uh, I have Diva. nine. We haven't covered. Okay, yeah. Nick, list this one. Say one. Okay. Uh, most obvious is a uh, Benedict Cumberbatch as the Torbjorn turret. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can go ahead and just stop there because we're all in agreement. Bumber snatch if we'll fit it. He, he's very, I mean, very... did you see Smaug? Like it, perfect. So let's just, yeah, cool. it works. It works. We can probably even use the same footage. I mean, whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> wow. God damn it. Okay. Um. I uh, I like Stephen Lang for Soldier seventy six. Stephen um, Lang, Avatar, the the Stephen Warfett guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Okay, okay. So, my counter to that is Mark Harmon from NCIS. NCIS, I, I can see that too. I, I kind of like. I just know Stephen Lang can pull off the the grizzled old war vet who's angry at everyone thing because that's pretty much all he does. Yeah, I I, I like that one because like I could see Mark Harmon because again he's been playing this you know grizzled old war vet uh, now agent of the government. I could see him yeah. doing. I see. His, yeah, I, I don't know if I could see Mark Harmon being quite so angry about it. I, I know he can pull in the the righteous fury thing sometimes on ncis but it doesn't seem quite so like defeated about it whereas soldier seems a little bit more damaged i I think it's more in terms of a serialized show not being able to go as hardcore into it because it over the last like fucking 13 seasons of this fucking show that i've been watching um he they definitely have a lot of moments where he can show his range, but he always has to go back to like a partic- particular archetypes because he is the head of a team. So he has to act like the head of a team. But once they start, they break him away. Once it's like him and Ducky uh, talking about their past because like they're they're both the older uh, folks. They have pasts, unlike these fucking kids who are just kind of like young and hopeful. This guy is like, I've seen some shit. <laughs> So I mean that's kind of like where I why I was leaning because I've seen his range, but I do like Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang definitely has that grizzled age. I just think Harmon could also play young seventy six. Like, see, I actually have someone for this. For young seventy six. Old seventy six. Okay, okay. Who you got? Arlie Emery. Arlie Ermy. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> Maybe as a voice actor, if you see Giant fucking 76, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you said we could get as weird with it as we wanted. You could I have think, him voice I, it and just have him always masked. Yeah, that's, I, that's I, what I'm saying. You always have a mask, have a body double. I agree with Nick on this one. He he got a good one. Stephen Lang? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll concede that one. I mean, I, I liked Mark Harmon, but Stephen Lang, that was a good one. Who got Lucio? Uh, I, I did. I had, one. I had two. Oh, I, I have two as well. <laughs> Probably similar. It might be the exact same people. Who knows? Might be. Uh, um, Nick, first Nick. off, voice actor could pull it off. Um, yeah, the voice yeah, actor. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much is Lucio. 
So like, there's really no need to look. But if you had to go and get like an actual name for it, I wouldn't mind seeing Donald Glover give it a shot. Dude, that's exactly who the fuck I put. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're really obvious choices. Like another one, another one. The fucking music for it. Another one is Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I can see that too. Any of those three would would work. I actually chose Donald Glover. Oh man, we all we okay? So we're on agreement then. Lucio is going to be played by Donald Glover. <laughs> Young Hanso, uh, young Lando Calrissian is going to be fucking Lucy as well. I mean, it works though. It works. We we hit the nail on the head. Good job, team. It worked. <laughs> Thought, did you come up with anything? I don't. I don't little bow wow. What about acting? So I don't know actors. I can't remember names. So every time you guys bring up an actor, I have to look up who they are. You the hardcore Google search. <laughs> I no, I, I have to. I have to use Bing search. Because you hate yourself, got it? Because <laughs> I hate myself. And I wish I was dead. Little Bow Wow could pull it off too, you know. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want to pull the big names, dude. We want to pull the big names. Well, I mean, he he would be able to fit in the budget, you know. Since he's like, oh. <laughs> he's just desperate for work. He's <laughs> your discount, Michael B. Jordan. Little Bow Wow. He's called Bow Wow now. He doesn't have the little anymore. He's an adult. How dare you? Oh. Yeah, oh my bad, my bad. Bow wow. Okay, uh I have a Roadhog. I didn't get a Roadhog. Ro- Robbie Coltrane. Ooh. The guy Ooh. who played Hagrid. Oh. Yeah. Because Roadhog doesn't yeah, talk okay. a lot. You just need a big imposing guy. And I think That's Robbie another Coltrane. that you could do a voice actor over a body actor too. I mean, he's thing, not going to doesn't off. really talk. Yeah, Rodog doesn't really talk. But so you could Rodog... do like a, a group deal if you wanted. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a pretty good pick. I, I got one for Vader. Uh, for Vader? Vader? For Vader? That's exactly Vader. what I was going to say. Big Hayden Van Christensen. Va- Big Van Vader. Old WWE wrestler. Big Van Vader? Yeah. I don't... May, yeah, okay. As a body I double? Yeah, I guess. I don't know if he's still alive. I was saying, is he he's still alive? Yeah. Uh, he seems to still be alive. So he's 6'5, 375 pounds. He's a big boy. He's a big son of a bitch. That's a big, a big boy for you. For you. Uh, yeah, but. Damn, then. That, I mean, I still like Robbie Coltrane because at least we know Robbie Coltrane could act if we needed him to. Vader could play a heel. Shut up. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, uh, did anyone else have a Roadhog? Or is... Nope. No. Okay, for Junkrat, Alfie Allen. Ryan Phillips. Who? Ryan Phillip. Ryan Philippe? Yeah, Philippe, whatever. Huh. <laughs> okay. I, I, can see, I can see Ryan Philippe doing that. I had, yeah. I had two I'd want to see. Um, Alfie Allen is alright. I can see that. I mean, he's Reek. I mean, like he's a yeah. I, I, I don't know who this person is until I, I, I know him as as Fion Greyjoy. I don't know him as as uh, what's his name again? Joseph Joseph from John Wick. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Oh, okay. Dude. Um, I I would say either Tom Hiddleston, um, or Nicholas Holt. Tom- Hiddleston as Junkrat? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, I can see it. He, he... Loki's crazy face, I'd want right, to see it. Right, right, right. But and he... with Nicholas Holt, he basically already played it in Mad Max. So, yeah. I gotta give it to Tony on this one. I, I like the Nicholas Holt choice. I do like and I, I think he's, I mean, he's already shown he could do the basic idea of the role. So that would be my my strongest pick. He's also English, so I mean, he could probably pull off Australian really easily. Probably, they're, yeah. They're next to each other, aren't they? No, I mean, like it's close enough. They they could so mimic go. each other. They're next to each other. Let's go for the <laughs> hardest, one of the hardest ones, anyway. Okay. Anna. I I don't have anybody for that. Yeah, I really don't either. Salma Hayek. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we did it. Good work, team. We did. I actually went with Rosalind Sanchez. Go ahead and ink it in. Rosalind Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, it's even though she's never played name, that right? kind of role. No, that's a real chick's name. That's okay. A... Is it Rosalind or Rosalind? Rosalind, Rosalind. Who gives a fuck, the, the, bro? I'm saying she's Puerto Rican. The Puerto Rican. Yeah, the Puerto she, the Rican. one that was on boat trip in Rush Hour Two. Yes. As Anna, I mean, I guess I really don't have any fucking. Like, yeah, <laughs> she has an eye patch on. I mean, she's brown. She has an eye patch. And we're fucking good to go. <laughs> Give her hood. Yeah, she might on. even be. She she's also another character who can just have her mask on. That's true. Right. Her her strike skin. And Symmetra was actually one of the toughest ones. Mindy Kaling. No. <laughs> Shut up. God. Damn. I love her as an actress, but I don't think she has. Scarlett Johansson. Or look. Can, can we just hire Nick? Did you just yeah. say Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I ha- I have two choices on this one actually. For Sandra, uh, really? Huh. Yeah, yeah. So voice actress would be good enough. Yeah, she, she's actually... she's a- an actual actress and looks the part well enough that I think it'd be fine. And also sounds just like her, weirdly enough. Um. Plus, there there is a whole bevy of Bollywood actresses to choose from. Several of them who have made the jump to American movies. Um, Priyanka Chopra specifically would be a good choice. Who's already making the jump pretty effectively. Looks I, I, apart. I like the know? idea of the crossover, but I think that uh, yeah, Anjali uh, Bimani is perfect. Like, that's yeah. fucking perfect. Again, when yeah, you showed me the picture of that she you, 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 you posted, she's fit. She She's tall. She's imposing. It fucking works for me. Them cheekbones. She she can bust her balls and you'll love it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Is that yeah. your choice, Tony? Yeah. With the yeah, chicken Grey's Anatomy. Amrapali Ambagaukar? That's why. She's on Grey's Anatomy. I have no idea who the fuck she is. Got it. I say Ben Affleck. Oh, she's a former principal dancer of Cirque du Soleil. So she's very oh. fit. So... I think that she could do the stunts and shit. That's good. That's cool. Fuck out of here. She looks like more Symmetra than the actual voice actor. No, yeah. I, I'm, I was just, you know, commenting on the fact that she was fit to do the like the action stuff, dude. Don't hate my Bollywood love, bro. <laughs> bro. 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 It's going to be okay, bro. I could see that. I could see both doing it. Because, again, Symmetra is the voice actor, so she has the voice 100% down. I don't know. 
I'm pretty sure she could pull that voice off. I have no idea. I've never really seen her act. But I know that she can dance now, so... Alright, who went Mercy? Who got a Mercy? Man, like, I didn't even bother with Mercy, because, like, just pick a blonde actress. Ooh. I mean, not to be offensive or anything, but there's not anything particularly unique about Mercy's look or anything. Ben Affleck. She, she just has to be... No, she Matt just Damon. has to look young, be blonde, and pretty. Yeah. Let's just see what Trey Parker could bring to the role. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, no, no offense or anything, but like you could kind of mix and match whoever you could get. Like you could have a short list. Vera Farmiga, hmm. the chick from The Conjuring. She was also in The Departed. I mean, that's where if you're gonna go, can she act? Let me know the Scorsese movie that she was in. <laughs> Not the departed. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> Fucking pick your sources, dude. Come on. <laughs> oh yeah, she she uh she could be you know in the departed, one of the uh, greatest Scorsese movies. Or uh no, yeah, she was on uh, Rose Hill, a TV movie in 1997, right? That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, that's the one. I'm sure everyone knows that one. Fucking out of here, dude. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the departed, bro. Right. She was also a counter George Clooney up in the air. So she, and so she's worked with Scorsese, Scorsese. She's worked with Clooney. She definitely has the acting chops there. Um, Let's talk director. Ukrainian Ukrainian parents. Michael Bay. So it works. No, I'm not gonna, we're not, not going to talk about directors yet. Yeah, we still got so many He's more fucking cast. signed on. We're good. We got Tracer. That's what we got. All right. Who did you pick for Tracer? The voice I, actress? No. I mean, the voice actress is obviously a very good choice, but I just went with Hot Young Chick and went with Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Yeah, I don't know who that is. What, is she, what was she in? I'll upload a picture. Now. Unfabulous. Hmm. Hmm. American Horror Story Coven, Scream Queens, Where the Millers, Palo Alto, Lime Life, Scream 4. I, I, I was to say Scream 4, I, I thought. It was the only thing I could remember her specifically in. But yeah. Pretty good in that. Are those movies? Yeah. Uh, I Scream guess... 4 was actually fun. Yeah, Scream 4 was pretty good, pretty fun. It was kind of like campy as shit. I was fine with yeah, that. Yeah, it brought it back to its roots. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it screamed, everything was getting too serious. And I'm like, let's fuck around a lot. All right, sounds good. <laughs> I was going uh, Emma Watson or Kiera Knightley for Tracer. I was actually thinking Emma Stone. Really? Emma Stone? Yeah. Not, not British. She's not British. I was looking for someone who could do the accent. Care. I love her. I care. Yeah, I love her too. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to cast her as a British person. Because if I... I'm casting a fantasy movie, <laughs> she'd have to be one person that I absolutely love, and that'd be her. I, I like I like your choice, Tony. It's good. I like your choice because again, I don't I don't really know her as well. I feel like that could be something that she could do to explore something. Because I mean, Emma Watson and Carrie Knightley are definitely known for other things, very specifically. Yeah. So I'll, I'll vote for yours there. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. 
That's sweet. Who do we got next? Okay. Uh, I think for um for Reinhardt, I was thinking because he could be in the suit, but he goes play uh, the older person. I was thinking Christoph Waltz or Till Schweiger or Schweiger. I don't know how to say his last name. That was also my. He he was also in in Glorious Bastards. I was also oh, thinking him, okay, okay. I was also thinking him for seventy six to be completely. Um, What's his name again? Here, it's it's there in the in the chat. I was also thinking him for seventy six as well. He was kind of my backup choice, but after Mark Harmon. I'm actually throwing something into the chat. No, I think it'd be good. But look at look at Till Schweiger. Look at him for seventy six. Um, but then also look at him as like the like. Uh, okay, as soon as you said he was also in Inglorious Bastards, that's who I thought of. Yeah. Like, thinking of 76 and that movie, that's who I picked in my head, and then that's who it was. So, like... So we're changing the vote. Right we're changing the vote from Stephen Lang to that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Like, that's exactly who, in my mind, I was like, that could be 76, so well. Uh... I I would like to see Mads Mikkelsen try Reinhardt. Who who is that, Zeke? What? Kevin Nash? The wrestler? <clears throat> the looks not bad. He looks the part. Like there's I'm not gonna deny that at all. He's six nine? Okay. Yeah, I'm in. I, you, you I'm sold now. So like Kevin, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash, yeah, I like that. Just one. have someone else do the voice and have him only take the helmet off like once or twice. But that dude looks like fucking Reinhardt. That guy looks like Reinhardt. Just fuck up his eye a little bit. You're set, dude. Yeah, a little makeup. He he work. I don't know if he can outact a rock, but like, he looks like Reinhardt. I don't know if he can outact the rock. Like a rock, not the rock. Oh, I was gonna say like Dwayne Johnson is a national <laughs> I mean, hero now, sir. I guess it works either way. <laughs> That's why I was kind of like, all right, I guess. Um, going to come with the rock, you best not miss. So I'm swapping our vote till Schweiger for 76. <laughs> yeah, especially as a younger 76, I really like it. He can play both. That's why I think. That's why I like about it. You can you can grizzle him up. Yeah, I think him. with some makeup and some touch up work CGI wise, you could make him look appreciably older. Yeah, totally. Word. I do like Kevin Nash though. <laughs> I think Kevin Nash would be perfect for Reinhardt. Uh, for for uh, Torbjorn, I was thinking go classic, go John Reese Davis from uh, the Gimli. same. Yeah, same. He's yeah. already. Got the the experience with it. Angry little dwarf, perfect. I mean, I'd I'd like to say like that's typecasting, but saying that's kind of like doesn't matter. What it's else has he done? It's a dwarf, dude. Like that's kind of um, that role of a short person, like a, a short person who's stocky and has that voice. He's done it before. They're gonna be like, oh, it's a, it's a ripoff. I'm kind of like, yeah. It's kind of it kind of is. They they put that kind of character in WoW, and then they put it in Overwatch because they're like, use the same kind of models. Fuck it. <laughs> like who gives a shit? Like, save save money. Yeah, who gives a shit? Um. But you chose that too, Nick. Yeah, that was my instant first choice. 
Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I was just like Gimli set. <laughs> yeah, on. it just makes sense, man. Don't don't screw up a good thing. Alright, who's next? Uh, for me. I mean, this is. Oh, go okay. Ahead. Go on. Um, I, I I have kind of a cheap one. Did you get out of the way? Um, mm-hmm. Bastion, Andy Circus. Uh, Johnny number five. Yeah, yeah. Just find that old, old robot. Just find that old robot and throw him in. He's fucking bastard. Just, just Photoshop in a giant rock'em sock'em robot. <laughs> don't address it. Don't mention it. Just yeah, it in there. just have him be fucking Bastion. Don't 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 draw attention to it. He just is Bastion. Let him method out. Don't ruin it by acknowledging it. <laughs> But yeah, that was my pick for Bastion because I'm just like it's a CJ character. Well, <laughs> fuck it. Um, for May, I was thinking Zhang Zi. Zhang Zi. I don't know. How's it spelled? Uh, Z H A N G space Z Y Y I. She is the That's actress. who I got, actually. She's the one from Memoirs of a Gay Shark, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like those oh. movies. She would be perfect for me. I actually uh, had her yeah, picked as Diva. Uh, for Diva, I have someone else. Diva could be anyone from. Well, we'll get to that. Some of you racist, dude. That's um, not it. Diva. That's not it. Are you going to say anyone from uh, the girl's generation? Is that what you're going to say? I was going to say any K-pop idol would probably work for D.Va. I was still looking for an actress. And that's why I was going like for May. Jang Z. Nick Z. Jang Z. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, probably. I, mean, I, I can't think of anyone for D.Va. No, not D.Va for May. I'm getting everyone mixed up. Nick, did you have someone for me? I, I didn't. Okay, well, Tony and I agreed on that one, then. I I like her. Um, I don't think she should be a character, so I didn't pick her. Oh, <laughs> I don't oh. think she should exist. She shouldn't exist? She doesn't have no right to exist? <laughs> uh, I, I for... believe John Goodman is prepared to re- reprise his role as Satan. <laughs> <laughs> for for Diva, I was thinking... Park Shin I think I don't know how to pronounce her name properly. I'll admit that right away. But Park Shin Just because she is a Korean actress. And I think that that's something that um, she just graduated from uh, a university with a degree in theater and film. She's appeared in films before. I think that it would. If we're going for that, I guess not say diversity vote, but if we're going for people who've done things, a like have some experience, and will fit the ethnicity and nationality, I think that'd be the way to go. Can she pull off a grin? I, pull- I, I I can't I can't see an actual. I can't see her eating Doritos and fucking playing games and streaming. <laughs> see, that, that's why I say K-pop actress. Or K-pop idol. Eh, I think kind of, it'd be... kind of the same way they did, uh, what's his face, Batista, Dave Batista, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Just kind of pick somebody who, you know, looks enough like and just kind of have them not be the main acting focus. 
Right. Like, David doesn't have a lot of lines. Like, in the game, she doesn't really seem that involved. She's just streaming war. She's live streaming war. That's kind of it. Yeah. You're going to see her mech a lot. So, like, have somebody that looks right and have them say, like, two or three lines. Yeah. Like, she also doesn't really have a whole lot of story. Happy Halloween. Yeah. She doesn't really have a lot behind (laughs) her. Other than, yeah, she streams her fights. That's it. She will stream her death eventually. I think that would be a good uh, story point. But <laughs> anyway, um, who else? We, we haven't gone over Zarya. I couldn't find a Zarya. I had a Zarya. Who would you pick for Zarya? Gwendolyn Christie. Gwendolyn Christie. Uh, Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones and yeah, Captain yeah, Phasma yeah. from oh, Force Awakens. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, hmm, I could see that. I could see it. I mean, I'd rather have a Russian, but you know, I couldn't think of anyone anyway. So yeah, yeah, I I can definitely see it. I mean, as far as established actresses, that's who I could come up with. Right, she's big, tall, and imposing. I don't I don't think she'd need to get buff for it. No, I mean, I think she's already in in good enough shape for it. Uh, I think she could do with some muscle. Some extra muscle, maybe. She could just like that. That's kind of like Zarya's character. She is a. a she's a weightlifter. Weight yeah, she's a, a sure. professional weightlifter. Yeah, but I mean, she wouldn't have to do like a a, a Chris Pratt, right. which is now apparently the standard, <laughs> the industry standard of getting less fat. Well, I'm not saying she needs to get like thinner. I think she just needs to get like bulkier, or maybe they just keep her in a costume. Uh, where she like the, her winter costume, where it's like just hidden, so they could just kind of pad it a little bit. I mean, she obviously wears armor too, so you know you, right. you have a little bit of room yeah, to fudge saying, it a little you, bit. You have wiggle room to, to pad it a little bit; it'd be fine. Yeah. Okay. Reaper. I have one. I didn't have nobody. You didn't have anyone for Reaper. No. Oh. John Leguizamo. <laughs> John Leguizamo. You know what? Yeah. Sure. Sure. No, no. Uh, Who'd you pick? I, I had a, a Theo Rossi um, shades from Luke Cage. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. 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 No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty okay with that uh, idea. He can, yeah. No, 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 no. I, I really like it. <laughs> I, I was thinking Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I was thinking George Lopez. <laughs> I was thinking Carlos Mencia, honestly. Just, just change, I just didn't want to say it. but Just, just change the uh, Reaper into a little Chihuahua. <laughs> See, no. I actually... The CGI Chihuahua. <laughs> Voiced by George Lopez. No, see, I was going Rodrigo Santoro from Westworld. The guy who played Westworld. I, I haven't seen Westworld. You need to get on that. Yeah, I keep hearing that. Um, here. Young Genji. No, nah, I mean, did you, you pick someone for Young Genji? John Cho. See, uh, Rodrigo Santoro played uh, Xerxes in 300. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Reaper is pretty dark for a Mexican. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, maybe he won't be taking off his mask. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, this person could do, I think, both. Because, I mean, if you're just going to keep him in his current state where he's in his suit, voice actor works. 
like you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're gonna show him, I think having someone like Rodrigo Santoro, he has kind of like a prettier face, to where he'd be upset that he lost his pretty face. Yeah, the the theory that see that, that uh, falls into Antonio Banderas as well. No, he's he is sexy. <laughs> I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that it. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's not like you know what you need. You telling need? me the mask of Zorro couldn't play Reaper? <laughs> yes, I'm saying he's too old. If we're gonna start like aging people out, <laughs> we're being ageist here. Well, I mean, Reaper is probably pretty old. He's ageless now. He's nano machines. He's fine. So is Antonio Banderas. No, he's not. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, I'm gonna push this big narrative. Who else? So how do you feel about that? Ageless. He's in Highlander. What did you say, Tony? How do you feel about that, Genji? Who the voice actor, or are you talking about young, young? Young Genji's actual actor would be John Cho. Star Trek. Oh, current. I mean, uh, Kumar or Harold. Yeah. Harold. Yeah. Harold. But not Kumar. But not Kumar. Maybe if he was just a little bit younger. Even then, like Young Genji is like, yeah, Young Genji is really young, like kid. Like he's a he's a he's child. baby face. Like that's why he was young and brash, and that's why he had to be killed because he was like going against the whatever. The the clan. He's also uh, not Japanese. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> so, people I think people would have an what? issue with it. I think people would have an issue with with. They, they would, they would. Like, I get that there's a lot of underrepresentation of Asians, but if you're gonna have. Uh, Someone so distinctly Japanese. It's not. It's not just that they're Japanese, because the whole joke with uh, John Cho in his movies is that like, oh, he's Asian, but he's not actually Asian because he's born in American, so he's America. Like, he's like actually, he was born in South Korea. I know. No, I'm saying the joke in the movies oh. that they play is like, yo, dude, I was born here. What the fuck? But um, with Genji, it's like hardcore Japanese. Like you need. You would need a young Japanese actor. Yeah, he's Genji's pretty stereotypical. Like he's a stereotype. <laughs> you can't go and be like, ah, fucking yeah. Asian, right? It works. This like look Mulan. You can't just fucking do that. We're just like, yeah, they sound vaguely Asian. It's higher Asian actors, a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> they're Chinese, right? They're all the Chinese. We'll just get some Hawaiians and you know lighten them up a little bit. <laughs> Throw some yellow in there. Like no, dude, that's not how this fucking no. I. I, I if we're gonna go with current incanta- like incarnations of them, incantations, incarnations of them, voice actor would probably be enough. Even then, I still go Donnie Yen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. We went over Zenyatta voice actor Zarya. I like it. With the voice actor Widowmaker Tracer Torgrim Smith Soldier. <laughs> Who do we have left? Um, we didn't really have a mercy. We just said young, pretty blonde and. Uh, yeah. Tony had somebody. Um, Lucia, we agree. Diva, I still went Park Shinhae. Anna, we didn't really. Sam Hayek, fuck it. Um, we we actually went over the entire list. That's oh wow, pr- that's pretty impressive. 
and Athena, of course, the the, the AI again just be the voice actress because it's an AI. Yeah, who gives a shit? All right, but then who's gonna play uh, uh, Tracer's roommate? I forgot her name already. Her roommate is that we just called her? Her her girlfriend? Yeah, her girlfriend. Whatever. That's a that's a big difference between roommate and girlfriend, dude. (laughs) Oh, I. I... Her name is Emily, by the way. Emily, there you go. Yeah, who's gonna play Emily? Knew it was something British. I think she could be Emma Stone. (laughs) Oh, I'm just. I'm I'm okay with that. Not only because oh, not only because a I want to see Emma Stone in a lesbian scene, but because <laughs> I think that she fits the um, like she just grow her hair out, and I think it would be fine. Because there's no indication that she has to be British just because she lives over there. True, and we've never heard her talk because it was just in a comic, so she could be an American who happens to live in in London. Who else are we missing? As far as like external characters, who plays Brigitte. Billy? Who plays Billy? Punch Kid. That could be Chris Metzen. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I don't no, dude. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Grown up punch he, kid. He, yeah, and he can have a thrall shirt. <laughs> um Jane Smith. Oh, I'd like dude. to see what he brings to the table. <laughs> but Billy was white. <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be, man. Don't shoehorn race into this. <laughs> <laughs> white oh. people can play any role now. It's okay. I think that um, you could take one of the kids from uh, um, Stranger Things and throw him in there. That's Billy. Yeah, just like pick one at random. You can play pick the kid with the the disease gotten Matasaro Dustin plays Dustin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched that either, so I don't really. All right, what about uh, Brigitte? I actually don't remember how Brigitte looks like. Who? Uh, uh, Reinhardt. Reinhardt Squire. Oh, oh yeah. That's I mean, it, it really depends. Like we picked a lot of a lot of really great actors to pick these parts. Yeah, this movie is financially inconceivable. Shut your no, we're going to do it, man. We're going to do it. <laughs> Hollywood, give us money. Um, I think that it depends on when we're doing the like what the movie's about. Like, like we didn't talk about uh, that, but what would Overwatch. you want the movie to be? No, I mean, because okay, could it be about the fall of Overwatch? Could it be what's happening now? Could it be about uh, the the Omnic crisis itself that that required the formation of Overwatch? I want it to be a live-action version of an actual match. People just dying and then coming back 30 seconds later. Everyone yelling at each other to get good. No. And nobody on the pay- on the point. <laughs> just Zen- no, just Zenyatta. <laughs> pay- now I want to play some Overwatch. Payload. Payload. Hello, Ben Benedict Cumberbatch as the turret just sitting there making gun sounds. <laughs> no, just just well, give him John, guns. Just hit him in the head with a with a with a wrench. Just have him sit, have him sit there with two guns. Have him sit with two guns, just going. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> We're gonna get our money's worth. And then we do it, need to pick a director. No, when they do molten core, he puts on a hat and stands up. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. Like that's his transformation. He puts on a hat. <laughs> I support all these decisions. Best supporting actor. There you go. This will get him his Oscar, dude. This is the Oscar <laughs> film he's been waiting for. We did it, team. We did it. Uh, Zeke is really fucking enthralled director. the director. Okay. I don't get a lot of objects. Doug Doug Lyman. What has he done? Uh, he did the Born Identity, and he also did um, uh, the Edge of Tomorrow. Okay, I, I like that. He did. He did the Born Identity, Born Supremacy, Born Ultimatum. He did the the Born Legacy. Did the original Born movies and Jason Born, Edge of Tomorrow, and Swingers. Yeah, so real yeah. stupid with so, it. So I mean, he can get oh. like he has the comedy aspect down. He got the action aspect down. Mister Mrs. Yeah. Smith, like he has he has that kind of you know ability. He can do. Right, it. I got one. The Russo brothers. Ooh. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. I think they can handle, you know, a lot of characters and that balance well. And can balance the, the comedy and the action pretty well. So Joss well. Whedon, we got it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was gonna say Tarantino. I think he would be no Lots of blood. He'd be difficult to work with. With that many people, too. Yeah, because it would be one of those things where we'd, we'd see way too many shots of Tracer's feet, and it would be really weird. Yeah, and, I know. And it would just be his normal cast of people, or it wouldn't happen. Samuel L. Jackson True. plays Reaper, you know. like that's what we're gonna <laughs> and, and Lucio. And Lucio. Travolta's in there doing something, being himself. Travolta's Athena, you know, or Winston, you know. <laughs> Oh my god, Winston should be voiced by Travolta. <laughs> the wickedly talented... <laughs> Good. Good job. Now let me creepily grab her face next year. And then... yeah. uh, uh, uh. Stop it, John Travolta. You're being creepy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Get out of the closet, Tom Cruise. Oh my god. <laughs> Perfect for Winston. Okay, for the record, Scientology. I I'm not saying anything. <laughs> oh no no, I we're not bringing up you guys. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not. With Battlefield it. Earth suck dick. <laughs> I said it. We're gonna get sued. Ron Hubbard was a hack. We're really gonna get he, sued. He was a con art. I mean, it would get us attention to get us views. It gives us shit. Um. <laughs> What assets do they have to sue? I have nothing. We're fine. <laughs> Come at me, bro. They're gonna be like, "Give me, give me your Xbox." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want my Rock Band set, I guess you could have it. I mean, give give me that car. <laughs> okay, it, I haven't used it in a year. Go for it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, overall, I think we have a solid lineup. Um, we do. I, I think that we should do this for other games too. <laughs> to be completely honest, oh, this is great. Casting movies, casting live action movies, or anything. Casting movies that we think would be fucking hilarious. 
I mean, since we're obviously pretty great at it. We're obviously the best, dude. We're the best. It would be wrong to deprive the people. Of the Why day. are we not Hollywood casting directors right now? I think that's what we need to do. I think it's time to just... I'm just going to drop out of school. We're going to Hollywood tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to become casting directors. Casting R Us is going to be the company name. <laughs> <laughs> it's also going to be hashtag... Is John Travolta still alive? If so, put him in. <laughs> we'll get John Travolta in your movie. <laughs> uh, and if, if we're going to go crazy now, then I mean, Soldier 76 is going to be played by... Um, what the fuck? What's his name? No, I forgot his name. Ben Affleck. No. George Clooney. George Clooney. That's exactly it. No, 76. He could pay 76. Yeah, now that I think about it. Now that you say that, that's who I actually had picked the seventy six. Really? Why didn't you say yeah. that? Uh, I think I was outside smoking. No, because for seventy six, uh, look up Till Schweiger. I linked him up top. Let me scroll up a little bit. Till Schweiger. He's, he was. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, right? 76? Tell me that's not fucking Yeah, but amazing. he has that. He has a hardcore accent, though. Yeah, so? Like a hardcore German accent. Yes, that's fine. Well, he was, he has he, a high-pitched voice. He, he, was my, he was my pick for uh, Reinhardt originally, but uh, we decided on Kevin Nash. As you can see, if you scroll down a little bit, there's Kevin Nash. Doesn't that look perfect? You can just play him. No, but uh, I was thinking uh, 76 would be played by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> God damn. Perfect. He I have say, no idea who that is. Do you know who Steve Buscemi is? I'm pretty sure I do. I just don't remember him. Uh, he was in everything. everything. Every Adam Sandler movie ever. The guy with the weird eyes. That's what the I was saying. I want him to say I've got you in my sights. <laughs> 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 you know who'd make a good fucking junk rat? William Defoe. Yeah, thirty years yeah. ago. Yeah, well, I mean, even I mean, you don't have yeah. time machines, Tony. You don't have time machines, Tony. <laughs> like he he worked great in John Wick because it was an older assassin. You know, he's kind of you know grizzled. He's been in the game forever. Like that works perfectly for him. And he plays crazy badass really well. Yeah, and that's crazy badass, and like it was amazing. Yeah, he, but, he was pretty good. And but you you give me fucking uh, Willem Dafoe, fucking thirty years ago, and I am Boom. on board with that dude. I am on board one hundred percent, no doubt. You know who we didn't who we didn't cast who I thought that someone would pick for something. Um. He played Gordon in Christopher Nolan Batman. Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman. Yeah. I thought someone was going to pick Gary Oldman for something, because that dude is just fucking versatile as fuck. I mean, he, he really is. Money in it, but I, mean, I didn't necessarily pick him. Mercy. He's going to be Mercy. He'd be great. I thought Steve Buscemi was going to be Mercy. He also doesn't got... Stuff. No, no. He doesn't got you in his sights, okay? So I think, <laughs> I think casting budget alone, we'd probably be pushing like two, 
three hundred million. I think maybe. maybe, but I think it'd be one of those things where um, you'd have to cast a shit ton of unknowns. Really, like that's how it would end up being. Oh yeah, it'd be like I'd give you, you know, whatever, however much they get paid for low a scale, paper no scale. name shits. Everyone's I don't know paid how scale, work, dude. Bro. Well, a scale is just a. Uh, um... I would imagine they get paid off how much the movie actually makes. Um. No, the scale is uh, $859 a day and about $3,000 a week. Like, that's like the min. It's fucking amazing. Like, that's that's like the minimum. So, I mean, most movies shoot for, what, two months? So, $24,000 is what they would get paid for shooting, for primary shooting. I think they'd be on board for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Emma How many Wa- characters are there? Twenty-three. Yep, twenty-three. So five hundred. Not in Doomfist or anything. Not in. Yeah, Cruise. not. That's Terry Crews. He'll do it for free. You know he will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I figured we didn't have to talk about that one. He's already on board. He's on board. We're set, team. We're fucking set. I'm gonna take this pitch to Blizzard. I mean, 24 A-list actors. Yeah. Quick, put it put it on the Reddit. Well, actually, I was going you know, on the Reddit. Uh, I was thinking about it, and it's gonna be weird now that I'm gonna talk about it. I was gonna do I was gonna, I was gonna put our list of who we decided um, up as a Reddit post, and then link the video and be all like, "Let's do us talk about it and be stupid." <laughs> But now they're gonna be like, "Look at these guys fucking farming karma." <laughs> we are. I, I, just, I just so much. I just. I just. What, think what the fuck is karma? Can I spend it? Does it pay my bills? No. Then I don't really give that much of a fuck about it. What the hell is karma? It's the shit you get when you get uploaded. Um. What? What does it do? Anything at all? It accrues. My... <laughs> <laughs> you can accrue. That's pretty much it. That's it, dude. It just it, you can be Unidan and be fucking downloaded the shit. So I mean, whatever. Like, yep. Then why do I care about it? You don't. Why do why why anybody care about it? Cause some people like get their jollies off from that shit. There are some people who get, I, I guess, Reddit famous in a sense, and it does help them if their career surrounds social media and this and that. So if you have uh, online worth. You can translate that to real worth in much the same way um, a lot of people on YouTube, like that, even though they're not great at anything they actually do, it does translate to money for them. Like Reddit works the same way. Like Galloboob uh, is. That was Galloboob. Galloboob is a famous fucking reposter. He's a power user. Like he is very quick to post a lot of links and repost a lot of images, this and that. And he farms karma like fucking crazy, and that's not even like his like what he does. He does that because he he thinks it's fun. But he's very famous for that, and he can use that politi- that that Reddit currency, I guess you could say, his his fame to. It sounds like total cancer. To be have it's like yeah. a platform. it gives him a platform. It actually gives him something to talk about if he wants to. You know. 
But that's completely off topic and out of, out of nowhere. You don't even know fucking yeah. actors. How are you going to memorize random stupid shit like Reddit power users? Uh, <laughs> I'm here li- talking about the minutia of bullshit like Unidan <laughs> and Gallo Boob. And you're like, I don't know who Steve Buscemi is. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about the fall of Unidan for a minute? Oh, poor I don't know who many of these people are. He didn't Too have soon. to do what he he didn't have to do what he did. He didn't have to. He really he didn't have to do it. What, what do you do? He he uh, brigaded himself. He basically had he a used of... alternate accounts to make himself look more upbutter than he was. Oh, which he didn't and have got to do. Caught. He didn't have. To. Yeah, because everyone kids, loved or... him. And everyone liked him. Everyone circle jerking about him all the time. He did a TED talk because of the fact that he was fucking. Uh, Big on Reddit. Yep. Like that allowed that opened up the avenue to do a fucking TED talk. Other than the fact that he was an expert in his field, it was that combined with the the idea of social media presence allowed him to be having a TED talk. I mean, that's fucking crazy to me. Like if it wasn't for that, he would just be some random guy who just you know researches his shit and everything. Yeah. Or does whatever the fuck for his job. But no, he had to be fucking greedy for fucking fake internet points. Oh, I think I know who I'd want Lucio to be now. Oh, yeah? MC Ride. Who? I don't know who that is. Look it up. I'm looking it up. MC Ride. Oh, no. Steven Burnett. Oh, yes. No. No, he's. I can no. get behind this one hundred percent. Did you say MC Ride? Yeah. Uh, this this bearded guy. Yeah, I just saw I just saw his face pop up, and now it's like, oh, I I want him now. I mean, I'm not like a I'm not seeing it. Why don't we just go GMC for show? Okay. Yeah. That's the next step. That's the little next bow step. Wow, bro. Fuck it. It's just it there's bow no wow. Lil anymore, dude. I told it's you. Fucking bow wow, it's then. God damn it. Bow wow, man. Yeah, you will respect. Little bow wow. Little bow wow. Nah, dude. You gotta, you gotta go GMC for show, dude. Yeah. If you're gonna uh, get dumb with it, get really happy dumb with birthday. it. Birthday. You ain't swag. You ain't gets no birthday cake. Nah, we're gonna have knocks. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's bring back Nelly. Can we bring Nelly? <laughs> I mean, we, we got to make budget cuts somewhere. <laughs> so we'll, we'll just get MC Ride or Nelly. Well, because I mean, Nelly, Nelly uh, was having financial troubles, right? He'll take fucking anything, wouldn't he? At this point, <laughs> there, was, there was a big campaign. That they were like, "Oh man, like he uh, he's in debt or something. He owes money." Uh, everyone listened to his music on Spotify or the fuck. So, like, everyone was just listening to Hot and Her fucking over and over again on, like, Spotify and everything else. I'm just like, so he gets, like, five bucks. Congratulations, guys. You did it. <laughs> you did it. We did it, Reddit. It's fucking ridiculous, dude. That's fucking dumb. Oh, all right. Well, I think that was fucking successful shit. That was very fun. Uh, Beautiful. we'll start doing it more regularly soon enough. Uh, and I just heard Lauren, she made a guest appearance. Bam! She made it. She made it just she in time. Barging her way. Put it in the title. Uh, guest starring Lauren. 
<laughs> gotta take advantage. Gotta take advantage of it because people are gonna look for it. They're gonna have to look for it. Like, where that's the fuck is Lauren? That's gonna get us the views right there. Yeah. That's why, love us. We brought Lauren. <laughs> um. But yeah. So that's gonna be it for uh, <laughs> this episode of Roundtable, where we talk about Steve Buscemi uh, having his eyes on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, let us know what you thought. If you got better choices for these voice actors or for these actors, let us know. I would like to fucking hear them because it would be funny. Don't be afraid to get stupid with it, people. Get stupid. I'm still with Johnny number five uh, for Bastion, okay? Because Johnny five I'm still with is Johnny alive. For anything. <laughs> Johnny five is alive. Johnny Wazamo is Anna. It's fucking perfect, dude. <laughs> I saw him play uh, uh, the cross dresser in Tu Wong Fu. I think yeah. he could pull it off, dude. That is that is yeah, perfect. I'd You're buy right. It. Yep. <laughs> We're sold. I mean, John Leguizamo. He was amazing in the pest. Oh my god! It's a wonder that movie and an Oscar. And in a twist, he plays Reaper as well. So I mean, it's like a <laughs> no. He plays Torbjorn because he played the fat clown in fucking Spawn. There you go. We're set. Oh Jesus! First dude. of all, that clown's name is Violator. <laughs> Good to know. Good to read know. the comics. I... <laughs> My bad, fam. Jesus Christ. All right, but again, thanks everyone for uh, coming along. So, Tony, anything you want to say? Yeah, you don't really have a Twitter or anything to say to follow. So, why well, you got to put me on the spot, dude? I don't got nothing to say. I mean, Zeke doesn't have a Twitter either. I want to say like we well, can follow Tony at whatever, but you ca- I can't. It follows Zeke oh. at nothing, I guess. Uh, uh, you can follow me on I don't know fucking Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Send me free stuff, please. Yeah, go ahead and give everyone Tony's name. I'm sure that'll go over well. Uh, you can follow uh, Mort at Mort42. M O R T E 42. Just, just say link in the description. And these, oh, are, these will be there, but I mean, like, you can not follow them too. Either way, I mean, you can just send gotta them. Gotta make shit complicated, man. It's not really that complicated. The links in the description for for the um, um, the Facebook page, like, and that like that's that's fine. But Fot doesn't have any social media presence. We didn't, why you do not suck social media presence? I, I just got a Twitter like two days ago. Atta boy. Where, Proud well, of I, what is it? What is it? Uh, Wait, do we uh, hold on? Do we follow it? It is. <laughs> it, it's that bastard Fot. <laughs> yeah. I, I was hoping you would remember that would have made a good joke. I mean, it's not like I have a YouTube channel where I upload videos or anything. <laughs> with with a whole nine subscribers. Hey, Even better than us. That's enough, man. <laughs> and those are nine hope... entertained people. <laughs> um. Zeke doesn't. Do you have anything to promote? Anything that you're doing? I know you wanted to do nights in the Dreamcast. Or... Oh yeah, it's gonna. We are gonna be starting another LP soon. That's gonna be called Nights in the Dreamcast. We're gonna be playing Dreamcast games, and I'm also gonna bring in a new member for our, for our little team here. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Get that that shit going. That'd be great. 
Yeah. Hopefully we should be recording that, starting to record that by next week. All right. And then, as always, I'm uh, Kitty Man at the Kitty Man for most things. Uh, just again, hit us up on the Facebook, on hit me up on Twitter, whatever. And we'll catch you guys next time. Thanks. And fought. I hope you were recording, because there at the very fucking end, right before you said what your fucking Twitter name was, <laughs> my computer <laughs> shut off. Oh, yeah, you sound different now. You sound. I'm uh, on my stuffy. phone. I swapped on my yeah. phone. Yeah, really that sounds right. <laughs>